This is Making Her Magic, the podcast. One, two, three, four. A podcast to teach you how to actually adult in life. How to run a business. How to create a balanced mindset. How to create goals, habits, and routines to serve you the best way they possibly can. This is the best advice for the best version of you. Hey guys, welcome back to Making Her Magic, the podcast. I'm your host, Amy, and today's episode is going to be a bit of a catch-up for you all on my personal and business life, as well as some actionable steps that you can take to move towards being that girl or the girl. If you have TikTok or maybe it's transferred onto Instagram by now, I'm not sure, there's a trend going around to become that girl. And that girl means to be the girl who has her shit sorted, essentially. She's healthy, her career is thriving, her social life is blossoming, her relationships are stable, everything looks and feels good for her. Now, I'll get a little bit deeper into that later in the episode because I want to start off with some chit chat first. Okay, I'm so nervous to say this on here, but I told myself I would do it today. So the most amazing and biggest news that I have for you all is that I'm pregnant. I have a baby in my belly that is currently 12 weeks. And when I tell you it's been a journey already, it really has. I'll keep it short and sweet, but if you want more of an in-depth story time, let me know and I'll do that for you uh, in the future. But essentially, I've known deep down that I was pregnant since around November 9th, and that was from a message that came through while I was meditating, which I will totally have to tell you about that another time because it's such a crazy story in itself. Um I've had a few doctor's visits and a visit to the emergency room already, and thank God for modern medicine. I've received um, this Rogam shot that saved my life in the future if I ever want to have more babies and my future babies as well, so I'm so grateful for that. Um, I've been the most exhausted I've ever felt in my life. I can't even describe how tired and fatigued I've been, mostly in the first like eight to 10 weeks, I'd say. Um, But that hit me like a ton of bricks. Like you would have noticed that I wasn't posting as regularly and I wasn't doing stories as much as I used to. And that wasn't a motivation thing. That was purely because I was way too exhausted to even like scroll on Instagram, let alone post and write captions and engage and interact with you guys. So I'm so thankful that you guys are still here with me. Um, But yeah, that really hit me like a ton of bricks. And of course, the nausea, which is so fun. I've been on medication for the past month or so for this. So, um, but I actually ran out last week and, you know, little me in my mind, oh, I don't need it anymore. I'm at the end of my first trimester. Mother Nature proved me wrong and I was sick for two days straight struggling to eat anything and let alone keep it down. It was not a good time. But anyway, I'm back on the meds and feel so fantastic again. I feel like a human, which is so fun. Um, I think this first trimester is it's truly such a beautiful time for what our bodies can and are doing every single day as women. Like the fact that 
it can just grow this baby without having any interventions or help essentially at all. It's so mind-blowing to me and I'm just in awe of the whole process so far. I'm so grateful. And of course, Greg is super excited also. I actually received a gift uh, yesterday from one of my clients and it was a little newborn outfit and a little toy and I showed Greg and in that moment when he was like picking up, you know, the gift and I realized that I just can't wait to see him become a dad and care for his little one. If you follow Making Her Magic on Instagram, you would have noticed that I was posting a few photos of him with his little niece. And you can only imagine the emotions that run through my body when I see those moments in real life. I like almost cry because I'm just so excited to see what the future holds for us. Sometimes I feel like I'm actually more excited for other people in this scenario, like you guys. Like I'm so excited for you all to find out and for you to, to, you know, feel happy for us and for you to feel excited. I'm super excited, obviously, but I find myself being excited for others whenever they tell me how much they're looking forward to meet the baby or when I see their face after I tell them the news. It's like internally, I'm just so happy for them to be so happy for us. (laughs) It's very strange. I'm so happy I got the news out, but you are my first social media um, platform to get the news. I haven't posted on any of my business pages or personal pages yet, so I want you to know how special you potty listeners are to me, so I hope this shows you that. All right, now that news is out of the way, let's talk about business. As many of you know, I run two businesses, one being Making Her Magic Online and the other being Armala Massage and Yoga, an in-person service-based business. I paused coaching with Making Her Magic at the end of 2021 and have just been working in person um, as this is a season to do it. Like it's, I said in my last podcast, this is the busy season, it's the winter season and yeah, so I really wanted to focus on that and this season so far, we're only a couple months in, but I have been earning an extra 50% minimum per month than last year, than last season, which sounds insane to me because last year was so crazy busy, even though it was COVID. And at the time, I couldn't imagine working any harder to get more money. But as the universe has its ways, I've had some super good clients and also felt called to up my rates. So now I'm in demand as ever from from my previous clients and then the word of mouth that they bring to me and getting paid more than I ever was before. I told myself that if I upped my prices, you know, the worst case scenario is I get less clients, but I'd still get paid about the same each month with the price increase best case, I earn a lot more money for doing the same amount of work, which is exactly what happened, thankfully. Another funny thing that came with me increasing my prices was an increase in tipping. So here in Canada, North America, tipping is like for any service, you know, you go to a restaurant or you get go to a spa, um, you're kind of expected to tip. Not that, you know, you don't have to, but you are kind of seen as a dick, especially mostly like at restaurants and things with me. If someone doesn't tip me, I don't mind because I get paid a lot as an hourly rate wage. Um, But minimum wage here is like $15 an hour. I know it's a lot less in the US. So it is expected that 
the customer or the client pays an extra 15, 18, 20% on top of their bill as a tip towards um, the worker. So I personally have seen an increase in tipping this season. I've had clients pay me double, sometimes triple my hourly rate, which I feel is a reflection of, of course, my work and my professionalism, but it's also my pricing structure because in my opinion, if you price too low, subconsciously your customers or clients are not going to view you in a high standard, right? Like once I increased my prices and became firm on my worth, people started reflecting that back to me. They're more than happy to pay the price plus more on top. So if you're in business and like me have not increased your prices in a few years, this is your sign to reconsider. Don't wait for the new year or the tax year to end. Increase them from now. I mean, of course, let your customers or clients know in advance before you do this, um, just to give them a chance to like move some things around and do whatever they need to do. But just know if you deep down feel like your worth and amount of work isn't truly reflected in your price, you can change that. You're the business owner. You can make your own rules. Increase to what feels right to you and not your ego. So don't let that voice in your head say, no one will pay that. That's too expensive, blah, blah, blah. That's not true. Look around at your competitors. Look at what you bring to the table and price based off that. You might have more experience or client retention or reviews or whatever it is, and you need to acknowledge that and acknowledge your hard work and use it to your advantage because we all know we aren't working just for the sake of it. We live in a society that revolves around money and we need it for shelter, for food, for transport. There's no shame in chasing more of it. Do you need to pick me up? The weekly magic update is for the lady who needs midweek motivation, accountability, and a self-care reminder straight to her inbox. You will receive a special message from myself every Wednesday, guaranteed to give you tangible tips and a fresh perspective. Subscribe by heading to makinghermagic.com, scroll down to subscribe to our newsletter, and enter your email address. See you there. All right, now let's talk about becoming that girl. As I said at the start of the episode, becoming that girl means to have your life sorted out, to have all your ducks in a row and be completely fulfilled and happy while living it. Now, contrary to belief, being that girl doesn't mean you have to make millions of dollars or even own a house or have the perfect teeth or perfect hair. It's being confident in who you are, what you're doing, and how you're doing it. It's showing up in a room full of people with your head held high, proud to say who you are and that you're living the life you could have only hoped for as a little girl. The key to being that girl is confidence. Confidence is seen as a trait that you either have or you don't have, but much like every other personality trait in the world, it can be formed or built in a person. Your confidence challenge that I'm giving you starts today. I'm challenging you to do one thing every day for the next week that challenges your confidence. 
That might be booking that meeting with your boss about a pay rise or a position change. It could be messaging that person you went on a date with six months ago but was too scared to follow up on. It could be wearing your favorite outfit to a place that you normally wouldn't because you were scared of the judgment of others. Putting yourself out there 100% as you are is attractive. It's sexy. It's confident. And I'm not saying all of those things are what you need to be, but these are the things that make me feel at least like a total queen. (laughs) Because if you aren't feeling like a queen 95% of the time, what are you doing? Why wouldn't you want to feel that confident and proud and powerful? Confidence is not cocky. Assertiveness is not blunt. That is just what society has relabeled these things as for women because God forbid we ever make ourselves feel good without causing someone else to feel attacked or offended. (laughs) You have every right to feel confident in every room you walk in and deserve to show it. So how do you think you'll start this challenge off? Dust off your favorite shoes, listen to your favorite playlist while walking down the street, whatever it is, it's unique to you and it should inspire you to keep going every single day. I would love for you to let me know what you're going to be doing for this week's confidence challenge. So please send me a message on Instagram at makinghermagic so I can cheer you on this entire week. Thank you so much for listening all the way through this podcast episode. Please leave a five-star rating if you haven't already and tune in next week for another magical episode.